Hello everyone, Danny Cox here. If you are listening to this, you are well aware that It's Personal performs monthly. But did you know you don't have to wait four weeks for more from It's Personal? Over on our website, we have The Personals, our very own blog with new pieces every Wednesday. Each week, we publish a new personal story from one of our cast members or regular contributors that explore a wide variety of themes, not unlike our live shows. The blog allows our authors to tell different kinds of stories that might not fit a traditional stage performance, but are nonetheless personal. I've been the blog coordinator for the past year and cannot understate the joy and privilege it has been to work with such talented authors every week and give them a chance to share something new. That's why for today's episode of the podcast, you will be treated to readings of a select few of our recent blog pieces. If you like what you hear, be sure to check out the personals yourself at itspersonalonstage.com slash blog with new stories every week. And don't forget to check out It's Personal's first reads this Thursday for our free show where you'll be hearing stories told for the first time. This month's theme, Taboo. Without further ado, let's take a listen to selections from The Personals. Saturn's Return or On Turning 27 and Some Cosmic Rationale, by Danny Cox, originally published January 28, 2021. They say 27 is the beginning of a time for great personal reflection, change, and a crossover to another phase of one's life. They say this has something to do with Saturn's returning to the same place in its orbit as it was when you were born. They say it technically takes Saturn 29.5 years to make a full rotation around the sun. I confirmed this on NASA's website. But you start to feel the effects at 27. They say because of this, the effects can last until about 30. Astrology is an exact science. They say Saturn's return is about maturing and taking stock in your life as it is and what you want it to be going forward. They say all this, but I don't have a telescope, so I must rely on hearsay. Well, I'm not one for astrology. As I approach my 27th birthday tomorrow, feel free to tell me what being an Aquarius means, I can't deny I haven't done some reflection as of late. I graduated college in 2015 and moved to L.A. immediately after with goals of working as a writer. In the five and a half years it has been since, I've made some efforts towards that goal. I've gone to numerous screenwriting Q&As, I've hooked up with a writing partner, and we've put some pretty funny things on the page. I've connected with the author and real-life subjects of a book I'm adapting, and I've become the coordinator and occasional contributor to a blog for a highly regarded theater company. Thanks, Liz and Riley. To be fair, surviving in L.A. is a challenge enough. I'm on my third apartment with my ninth and tenth roommates, but I can't help but look back with some disappointment. After almost six years, I still have a day job that isn't writing. I haven't written nearly as much on my own, and nothing I can really show as a sample. I've been adapting that book on and off for years and don't even have a rough draft I'm happy with. And while I've been working to survive, not to mention figuring out mental illness, 
Gotta love just now being diagnosed with ADHD. Ultimately, when I look back, I have to take stock in my role in this. Maybe I keep waiting for something to happen, but that's the problem. Change is a part of nature, but the natural process is slow moving. It can be sped up through some hands-on effort. The world itself is supposed to change at a slow rate. It took billions of years for the Grand Canyon to form. On the other hand, thanks to human industry and capitalistic greed, we may destroy this earth in the next 50 years, if not sooner. Glibness aside, we people are not the Grand Canyon. We don't just change with the passing of a new year or the position of Saturn in its orbit. We have to take action in our efforts. With my 27th year on the horizon, I am looking to make some changes, making some clear efforts to be better than where I am now and strive towards what I want to be. A friend of mine from college, Zach, recently reminded me I once said I'd give LA a 10-year shot before reassessing. Thanks for the reminder, bud. Zach also used to say life is about self-improvement. There's nothing better to think about when falling asleep when you, than what you did during the day and how you can do better tomorrow whether it is the big ball of gas with its rings of ice and rock floating in the sky i can't say feels like there are moments like this in all sorts of people's lives bill Hader talked about living in la for five years working assistant gigs until he realized he needed a creative outlet he joined an improv group eventually got discovered by megan mullally cast on snl no rights and jerks, one of the best TV shows on TV. Billy Joel once sang, I'm sure you'll have some cosmic rationale. But this change is only going to happen if I do something about it. Hi, my name is Jeanette Danielson, and I'm going to be reading my piece, Summer 2009. I started writing this piece a while ago, and when it's personal asked me if I wanted to write a blog, I instantly thought of this one as it is very personal and slightly embarrassing as all things are when you're a teenager. So I just want to thank the It's Personal team for letting me share this, and to Danny for helping me edit it. Enjoy! It's 2009, and to quote one of my favorite movies, I'm a virgin who can't drive. I walk everywhere. I have to. My parents work full-time, so if I want to do anything during the hours of 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., I have to find my own way around. This includes walking uphill two miles from school with my textbooks, only to get home a sweaty, hormonal mess. Summers are the worst. It gets so hot in the suburbs. Me and my smart-ass friends lope around our town searching for fun things to do and places to go that have air conditioning and don't care that we loiter or never buy anything. I marvel at the creativity of teenagers to find things that fill their time during that age when you're seemingly too old for most summer activities and too young to leave the confines of your neighborhood. My house is the starting point of the long hang because I live so close to premier destinations like the movie theater, Borders, 
Jamba Juice, two 7-Elevens, the park, and two grocery stores. The world is our oyster. My parents are rarely home during the day, so we can scheme in peace. Down the street is my elementary school, equipped with a huge black top and a jungle gym. During a blackout, we try to find refuge in the shade of the jungle gym, since none of the usual spots had AC anyway. We truck around sweaty and self-conscious, trying to distract ourselves from the heat by talking about our favorite bands and watching the guys skate down the mini hill on the playground. The afternoon heat is unbearable, but the socialization is worth every drop of sweat. When the power goes out, we really have to use our imaginations. Even though my house is still cool, we can't stand the thought of staying inside and not getting into trouble. At 15, it's still awkward to have people of the opposite sex over to your house just to hang out. I only just started having real guy friends last year, and we're all still figuring it out. The only way to comfortably hang out is to subject ourselves to the dry heat of the suburb. Mel, Liam, myself, and one or two of Liam's friends make up our group every day. Me, Mel, and Liam are kind of like a trio before Liam and I start dating. I realize that probably messed things up in her mind, but it's always nice to have another girl around. It takes the pressure off me to keep up with the boys. We have our summer uniforms. The girls try to wear as little clothing as possible, but still stay covered in fear of being called a slut, a difficult line to walk. Ducked out in Hollister and Abercrombie layered tank tops and cutoffs, I always pray that no one notices mine are secondhand. The guys we hang around with are skater kids. In the style of the time, they all sport some kind of long sweeping hairdo across their foreheads. It gets greasy and stringy on hot days, but they never sacrifice their look for the weather. Tight skinny jeans, usually matched with a band t-shirt, green day, or a day to remember. Vans, and of course, their boards. A lot of them straighten their hair, which is fun for Mel and me. Sometimes they let us do it for them. At the time, I think they're cool, but no one is cool when they're 16 years old. Liam and I recently got together after flirting for a year during drama class. He had a growth spurt right before we met, and he's gangly, not really sure what to do with his body and his newfound popularity now that he's handsome. He doesn't really skate, though, mostly just longboards. The skater friends I'll make in college would probably refer to him as a poser. I think he's still trying to figure out where he fits in, and later in the relationship, he'll take out his uncertainty and insecurities on me. But for now, during the summer, he's sweet, and we're inseparable. When the sun starts to go down, we go to City Hall with his friends and their girlfriends. They are all mostly my age, but they all seem so much older than me. In my head, I think it's because they smoke pot and have sex, but I don't. Liam has been bugging me to smoke pot, but I don't really care to. Later, he starts bugging me to have sex as well. I got my period when I was 12, but those raging hormones of curiosity when it comes to sex still don't hit for a few more years. It's not that I'm uninterested. I like making out with Liam. I just don't have too much interest beyond that. Or maybe I'm just afraid. It doesn't matter either way. It's way too hot to lose your virginity. Adults and some of my friends warn not to go to the park after hours because that's where kids deal drugs and smoke pot. I don't care when I'm with Liam, though. He's 6'3 or something stupid tall like that. One hot summer night, there must be truly nothing else to do because a huge crowd of kids form at City Hall. Not just the usual crowd we muck around with. Liam's sister is there. She's a year younger than me, two years younger than Liam, but she's tall and curvy, making her look older. She definitely looks older than me. I look like a kid. Probably why I've developed a sassy and grown-up sense of humor. I have the personality of fitting in when I don't have the looks. 
We glean from his sister there's a fight about to happen at the park. Two brothers from our school are either going to beat each other up or beat someone else up. I don't know them, so I don't really care. The group of teenagers on the lawn buzz with the excitement and the break from the hot, mundane of August. I'm surprised the city security guards aren't trying to break us up. They hate it when we loiter. A comment is thrown out that Liam's sister has made out with both brothers. Who is she going to root for? This makes Liam uncomfortable and calls her a slut after she walks away. I don't stand up for her. I don't discover feminism until a year or two later, but I'm not sure if I would anyway. I don't want to look uncool and get involved with sibling relations. His sister being involved turns us off from watching the fight. We stay behind at City Hall while everyone walks to the park in classic teenage mob mentality. Liam and I make out at City Hall. One of Liam's other friends has stayed behind as well, and he's uncomfortable by our PDA. We don't care, though. He could have left. Eventually, we walk to Liam's house on the opposite side of the park. We catch snippets of the fight. Someone's eyebrow is busted open. We end our hot summer day at Liam's place. The boys play video games while I lounge in Liam's bed, trying to move as little as possible in the unbearable heat. I'm not sure how I'm going to get home. I'll probably walk. It's Personal is a live storytelling show with a twist. You can find tickets to future shows in the 2021 season at itspersonalonstage.com or in the link in our Instagram bio at itspersonalonstage. While you're on our website, take a second to catch up with our blog, sign up for a class or two, invest in a membership, and explore our store for the coolest merch in town. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.